Hello, friends. Nico here from the Geek Cast Live, and you are proudly listening to the Movie Podcast Network. Hey there, Cartoon Joe here. If you like what we do, head on over to Patreon.com for special extras and crispy num-nums that you can get for just a few dollars a month. That's Patreon.com slash GeekCastLive. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes or YouTube or follow us on SoundCloud. Be sure to comment, like, review, leave cynical comments, or call Nick mean names. He likes when you do that. Like books? Hate to read? Have ears? Like to listen? Well, we have a solution. Audible.com, where there's over like a million or something books that you can listen to with your ears. Go to audible.com slash geekcastlive for a nice kick in the pants. We'll do it live! It's a trap! Friends, welcome. Or just hard to get outside. outside. Try to corner dance. <laughs> uh, all eight. ECR's here, and Rob's Rob, here, and, and uh, here. Nick's here, and Walk Joe's here. This is loaded on twelve. Cartoon Joe. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. For those of you I'm in here. listener land, it is a uh, it is a couple days past Thanksgiving at this point, and uh, I hope your bellies are full of num nums. Two or three day old crispy or at this point. regular. Uh, Either crispy num num, crispy. Sp- uh, Just regular num num. I'd like to know actually, and we maybe Real- before. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, yeah, you go. Well, I was going to say t- this is our second annual. What's on your turkey day plate? Um, G- G- What's our show called? Geek Cast. <laughs> that or, one. That version. Deep- Right, or Jeep Fast Dive. I don't know. Whatever you're going to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say G-String Live. Or G-String, G-String Live. Live. G-String Jive is what I thought you were going to totally, go Totally, totally different podcast. Hello, and welcome to G-String Jive. <laughs> I'm who, host, host, who hosts it? Who, who hosts G-String Jive? Um, I, I'm saying it's Fab uh, Five Freddy and that Bunny Ranch cracker-ass cracker. Well, it was Lil Peep, but he overdosed this week. May he rest in peace. Ooh. Too soon? Probably. I doubt we also, it. We also say goodbye to uh, David Cassidy and uh, the Young. one, the only, uh, Malcolm Young, yes, and, and the one and only Charles Manson died this week. Good Bummer. That's uh, a glass I'll raise my toast to. Yeah. So our, our GeekCast Live uh, Thanksgiving Day plate uh, we did this last year. We put um, restrictions. Is it like only five things? Do drinks count? Yeah, yeah. It's it's five things. Drinks do not count. Yeah, drinks what do goes not on? Count. What goes on your go-to plate? Is is gravy a thing? If by itself, but if you say like mashed potatoes and gravy, the gravy is uh kind of a in that a case the gravy the gravy is is a is a write-in vote. Um, no penalties, accoutrement. Now, if you, as I know you are prone to, just take the gravy boat to your mm-hmm. spot at the table, right? That counts as that counts. one of your five things. Yeah. Right. Got what it. if you don't take the gravy boat, but you just drown everything in gravy before you leave? No, that's fine. That's okay. perfectly understandable. Right. Perfect. Just like I don't, I don't think cranberry sauce really counts either. I, I can be told I'm wrong, but whatever. No, you can, you can, you can take a cranberry sauce. Without having it fill a slot. Okay. Now, so wait, I do, now, I do now enjoy we're like slices you, of it or like logs. I would say, do you, do you distinguish between a spoonful of, of freshly made cranberry sauce and the gelatinized uh, discs? You actually, you might actually lose a point if you take a slice of the fucking tin canned <laughs> stuff. For Fair. one, cranberry sauce has to have real whole cranberry in it, even if you buy it off the shelf. And two, homemade is always better, but for another time. Uh, I'll go first, I guess. But, um, yeah, no, definitely, please. I, I'm, I have a plate that's dominated by uh, white meat 
turkey. I'm a I'm a white Shocker. meat guy. Mm, yeah. Um, I just like it. Honestly. No, I I I'm not judging you. Uh, with with a little of that gravy that doesn't cost me a point, and some of that white, cranberry white, doesn't cost me white, a point. White is it a is it like a is it a turkey gravy? Is it a beef gravy? Is it a uh, like it's, a Grandma it's Elliot a, raisin gravy? Depending on depending on uh, whose house I'm at. I mean, obviously a a straight up turkey gravy would be the right my favorite way to go. Otherwise, just sort of a brown gravy. Okay. Did um, you say raisin gravy? I yeah. did say raisin gravy. Okay. I sure just did. Just not sure how I feel about sir. that. I'm not sure it was actually. Does it uh, play smooth jazz as you put it on your turkey? <laughs> <laughs> it was. It normally went on ham. Uh, it was made from yeah. Ham, that seems like more ham of a drippings. ham treat. It was made from the ham drippings, and there was uh, there was raisins in it. It was a uh, it was uh, sweeter than savory. I I tell you what, I'm not bothered by the word moist, especially as it resolves with food. But ham drippings makes me a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that's not the uh, that's not the flavor profile I'm chasing. Ham drippings? It's got all me, it's got me all hot and bothered. That's probably like my favorite key phrase in any recipe. Ham drippings. Dripping. Ham drippings. I, I hear you. Well, yeah, because ham like droopings is what makes me get hungry. Oh yeah. Chocolate chip cookies. Droopy take out ham. the salt and some of the the uh, butter and add ham drippings. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Some bacon. Ooh. Some. Bacon grease might make that. We're getting far afield. Anyway, yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Yep, white meat turkey, sploosh of gravy, uh, some cranberry. I'm going with the uh, sweet potato product in whatever form it's going to take. Um, I like the, I like them all. So whether it's the mashed with a little bit of uh, brown sugar or marshmallow, if you're from my family, God rest her soul, um, or glazed like a sweet potato. Um, Green bean casserole. Um, the go-to stuffing balls or dressing balls. I'm sorry. And uh, oh, yep, right. dressing balls. We talked about this last year. Yep, they're still there. That's that's my one. It's uh, my one keeper in the Thanksgiving keeper league. Would be <laughs> Not my grandma's dress. No, I I can take somebody else's turkey wherever I'm at, but grandma's dressing balls is. Uh, yeah, that's my first round pick, and then a. Uh, this year, I'm going to go with a wedge of pecan pie. So it's, a, it's oh a wedge of pecan pie. Not a slice, uh, a wedge. Yeah, a slice is really just that's. For was sex. that was that was that more than? It seems like that was more than five things. It, it oh, was. was. No turkey, sweet potato, green bean dressing casserole, ball, dressing balls, green bean casserole, and a, and a wedge of pie. And a wedge of pecan pie. That's mm. five things. That is five. That checks off. I've, I've maximized my plate. Checks, up, checks out. All right, so I, I go. I uh, uh, I'm a dark meat turkey guy mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be some dark meat turkey on that plate, and uh, there's going to be uh, uh, I I completely skipped uh, mashed potatoes. I I go to my own little bowl of uh, turnips. I get, a, I get mashed turnips, which is the best mashed potato you've ever had. I'll con- I'll second that. Uh, and and they, those both get liberally topped with the uh, with a brown gravy. Um. So that's us uh, too. Uh, my brother-in-law does this fantastic uh, Brussels sprout squash bacon Ooh. roast thing. Oh, yeah, I want that so bad. And it's really it's really good. And so that's my three. Um, I want some of that. And then I'm going to go probably uh, a four. I'm gonna, it'd be hard not to have some of those, um, those like uh, yeast rolls, you know, mm, the real, uh, real, real fluffy, yep. like uh, delicate yeasty roll thing. And then my mm-hmm. five, my five is, is uh, definitely uh, my sister-in-law, Mindy, who is quite the cook, actually, and fancies herself a pretty decent baker. Um, she is making me a, a peanut butter pie. Chocolate cake pie caken this year. Oh, yes. One, what's that? Nice. Well, you, you know, like what a turducken is. Mm-hmm. Now it's a pie caken. It's a pie, a whole pie, baked inside of a cake. They're spot on. That's aggressive. Yeah. So I'm having a chocolate cake with a peanut butter pie inside of it. So I'll have a big slice of the uh, chocolate cake, chocolate peanut butter pie caken. That'll I, be my five. I am all about that. That sounds tremendous. Ooh. I'm looking forward to your Instagram posts. 
it's rich. It's gonna be it's gonna be like a, a large, warm Reese's pieces. That's not how you say that it. That sounds tremendous. I'm excited about that Brussels sprout. I'm a big I'm a big Brussels sprout. I mean I love when segue real quick when when you guys come up or if it's just Joe so be it. But my my absinthe bar hookup yeah. has a tremendous um, roasted Brussels sprout appetizer. Why are we recording not at that bar? I I don't understand <laughs> it. I, I I will organize it. I I'm being a slacker, but. It comes out, and it, it, I'll just say it involves bacon and it involves a spoon. Wow, yeah, I love. I I can do. Uh, I could eat Brussels sprouts with. I think with every meal, if I if it was available, I, I, I could eat to, uh, Brussels sprouts like Sam I am eats eggs and ham. <laughs> I just there's a place in Lafayette that's called Fresh Time. Uh, time spelled like the uh, the herb, mm-hmm. um, and it's like a it's like a fake. Uh, Whole Foods. I would, right. I would like a, second that. It's, exactly a, it's a knockoff Whole Foods. Um, they sell Brussels sprout like stalks. Where it's awesome. like, it's like, like, do you want like, oh, seven- you get like, it's like the, uh, like the banana bushel kind of deal, yeah. but it's just straight up sprouts. Those are awesome. Yeah. It's like four feet worth of stalk of Brussels sprouts <laughs> that you just take home. Like, fuck yeah. I'll have one of them. And I was actually, it was funny. I was there because uh, just this last weekend, uh, my youngest had, uh, she turned two. And so we had a birthday party and we uh, heard that the birthday party theme was uh, like, like Rudy Tootie, fresh and fruity, whatever. I don't know. It was Pinterest and my wife. But um, so we had f- like fruit all over the place. And so I went that day and I bought like I was getting ready to check out and I'm like, this is easily two hundred dollars worth of fruit. Grapes, kiwis, pineapples, fucking apples, mandarin oranges, and it rang up and it was like like seventeen dollars. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fuck yeah. But it was pouring rain, right? And uh they, there's like this stock boy who is loading up fucking kiwis and pumpkins and shit. And he's like, uh He's like, oh, man, it sucks that it rains. You're going to have to either run out to your car or, or, you know, wait it out in here. And I was like, son, you have an olive bar. I can be here for fucking days. <laughs> don't, don't, don't think that the rain's putting me out any. Olive bar and a liquor license. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we'll be fine. If this place goes full mist, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking good. But, uh... So yeah, that's my five. That's my and then copious amounts of uh, of bourbon. Makes sense. Does that count? Drinks don't count, right? Drinks don't count. Drinks don't Correct. count. You're uh, a bourbon on Thanksgiving guy too. That's... I'm a bourbon on Thanksgiving guy. Yeah. He's a bourbon anytime guy. <laughs> it, it does wet the palate and the appetite. Let's see. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and go next. Yeah, please do. I gotta think about it because I right. got like four Thanksgivings right. to choose from. Uh, I'm so just I gotta figure out which one I'm at. Nope, I'm just gonna panic and pick. All right. So uh, first, we're gonna start off with uh, just a monstrous turkey leg, just the biggest, fattest, haunchiest leg that I could get my hands on. Uh, followed and up and then some and some spirited larping. Yes, absolutely. Uh, a giant mound of like a, a mountain, if you will, of mashed potatoes. And uh, stuffing, uh, all drowned, drowned, drowned in a brown gravy, uh, or a turkey gravy if brown is unavailable. Uh, I would also ooh, some. It's like with... you said that you said that like you were looking at everything. Yeah, right? no, like, well, well, I'm, I'm envisioning like, oh, it. I'm like I'm really, really like putting it out there, envisioning oh, Uncle Pete it right just now. Brought just brought out like, the scallop mm, potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably like a. Uh, uh, Macaroni and cheese casserole with uh, uh, homemade cheese sauce. Oh, I, not to, I'm sorry. I don't want to derail you. you have, derail you seen, have you seen that fucking video of them, them motherfuckers on Food Network making like perfect holiday mac and cheese that the no. internet is just destroying? <laughs> no. Is it just no. awesome? Well, they uh, – they start by adding like they got some cream in a in a in a pot. Which which motherfuckers uh, in particular? 
It's uh well Zakarian is there, which is weird, but he looks he stays way off to the side. Like he knows that this is some bullshit and he doesn't really want to assign his name to the group project. Ah, but he I is thought Doctor on... Who beat the Sicarians <laughs> four Christmases ago. Uh, uh, well, sorry, funny. Go on. it's funny. Anyway, so they add Gruyere cheese and then they add cheddar cheese and they melt it down. Then they add the macaroni that's already al dente and they they do it. And then they add they can't help themselves. They add Brussels. They add cabbage, Brussels sprouts, and squash to what? it. And then somebody, this other dude doesn't know, steps in and he's like, hey, you know, I don't think mac and cheese is mac and cheese without a crunchy topping. So let's take this bag of stovetop stuffing and let's not cook it. Let's just sprinkle it on the top. Yeah. And that's perfect holiday mac and cheese. And people are going fucking bananas. Like, who the fuck are you five white people who just told us how to make this bowl of shit? It sounds like garbage. And then there's Darkarian off to the side like, ooh, yeah, crunchy topping. Kill me. <laughs> As always, if it's not Alton Brown's mac and cheese, you're thumbing yourself in the bung. So sorry, Rob. I just if you haven't seen oh, that, you, you were, should see it. You were fine. I will you, I will be YouTube happily. some reaction videos to Food Network's mac and cheese. That sounds like a miraculous travesty. I would <laughs> I would love to watch that. Uh, and then to wrap it up, uh, probably some blueberry pie, I think. Blueberry would be where it's at for me. Oh, I didn't know that was available. I like that idea. You just got to believe and mm. have a baker for a mother. That always helps. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does help greatly <laughs> during the holidays. All right, Joe, what do you got? All right. I'm pretty sure we're going to my wife's grandmother's house for Thanksgiving. Sound strategy. Uh, <clears throat> right. Which changes everything up because they, they have to, uh, because their family, uh, changes their dietary restrictions every six months. It, it completely changes the possibilities for what we might be eating. All right, I'm sorry. Guys. I'm, uh, are we gluten free this year? year? Right. Any I'm anyone doing... who's who's pesky vegetarian this year? <laughs> Rachel. Doing... <laughs> I'm a. Uh, uh, if anybody's wondering, Did you, say I you am, have uh... Episcopalians at your Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Yep. If anybody's wondering this year, I am. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing uh, protein, but I'm, I'm also on carbs. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. my life Ryan <laughs> but uh and so please and thank you uh definitely uh well, I'll be I'll be having turkey in some shape or form I don't care if it's if it's white meat or dark meat I like them both uh, I'm, making, I'm, I'm I'm either gonna make you choose uh all white all dark or a perfect 50 50 split a perfect 50-50 split. Okay, fair. For formalities. Just it's formalities. That's fine. No, I, I appreciate it. Rules are rules. They matter. Um, let's see. Let's see. There's definitely going to be turkey. Um, uh, her stepdad's uh, brother, half-brother, Greg, makes the best deviled eggs I've ever eaten. Ooh, and they're fuck. they're sure Ooh. to be there. So that's going to be on my I plate. Surely Hell this. yes. Uh, there will probably be some kind of, uh, cornbread, uh, either it'll be either like a cornbread pudding or a cornbread casserole type of thing. That's going to be on my plate. What could he possibly do different to the deviled eggs that like I, I don't do to a deviled egg? I don't know. I think it's, uh, uh, most people when they do deviled eggs, they use a sweet relish thing with their, in their yolks. He does a dill relish. He does jardinere. And then he right, and then he and then he tops it with a uh, with a green olive instead of paprika. Ooh! And it, uh, it I like it, I like this guy. Life changing. Um, my my mom's deviled egg thing. It's uh, pickled. That's what sets it off. She pickles the eggs. Mm. Oh yeah. It, so it, she it, uses it pickled eggs. Um, I'm and intrigued. well, there's also beets involved. But Fuck it's, yeah! Well, I've it's never tremendous. Never stopped me before. She, the the eggs aren't pickled; they are. They're you just said they soaked were pickled. in pickled beets. They're soaked in pickled beets. So they're like pink. Oh. Yeah, oh. but it 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 puts such a fucking cool flavor oh, twist. So hold on, I got I I gotta wrap my mind around this because I I I'll make these. I'll I if I have it right. So she hard boils the eggs. Yep. She shells them. Yep. And then she just puts them right in with the beets. Yep, right in the pickled pickled beets, though. It's got to be, right. be pickled beets. Yep. Then she fishes them out, 
does the thing where they get cut in half and she she takes the yoke out. Yep, and and, and she, then whips she, and then yep. She makes the devil the... part and then puts it mm-hmm. back in the pink egg. Exactly, with a little bit of uh, uh, a little me. bit of like uh, chive on the top or something. You know, it's fuck it's yeah, that sounds really good. Fuck yeah, man, it, it's, that's it's cool. Tremendous, it really wow. is. Wow, I'm doing so, that. I'm gonna let your let your mom know I'm making those. What do we call those? What are they called? Deviled eggs. Just no. how they roll around <laughs> here. Better. They're always purple. Let's call them Morgoths. Morgoths. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead. But that's Nick no, that's- no worries. No, this is this is good stuff. I'm getting all kinds of like uh, fun ideas here. Uh, I'll do mashed potatoes because I, I love them, and uh, they uh, they do them different than than like uh, what you might have had growing up in my house, uh, which is to say they beets? use what's that? Do they put them in the beets? No, no, but they leave the skins on and use real potatoes. Oh, that's so. Yeah, fuck right they do. <laughs> and uh, and uh, probably four sticks of butter, real heavy cream, and uh, like eight cloves of garlic. Yes. Hit it with the hand mixer. So. So your end product is really more dairy treat than tater. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. As Scott intended. Right. <laughs> and just just two big fistfuls of Himalayan sea salt, just, just <laughs> right in the middle of it. Yep. Uh, let's see, that's four. And then uh, I, it, her her grandma makes the best apple pie I've ever had. The first time I had it, I wept. <laughs> uh, now let me, so that will be a thing that I have. Let me ask though, because I get I get like uh, cold, dead-eyed stares from my wife's family. Mm-hmm. Slice I, of cheese. I'm a slice of cheese guy. Yeah. Uh, that's the dead eye stare, right? Yep. I yeah, I, I go. I'll fish myself up. It'll be like, I mean, it, and it doesn't have to be apple, but like we'll be having a like right around this time of year is when the churches start having their turkey dinners, mm-hmm. and so um, you know it'll be some Sunday, and we'll go get my my father and I will go to St. Patrick's or whatever, and we'll pick up you know a dozen turkey dinners for everybody that, and we're gonna eat, and it comes with a you know like the dozen assorted slices of desserts. Mm-hmm. Well, I right away. It doesn't matter. It could be a peach pie. It could be a like a pecan pie. I do, I go get a now, piece see, of, for l- any of them, lakes. Now, for any of them, I believe that you're a savage. If it was just <laughs> for the just for the like, it's a lawless wasteland in your household. Like <laughs> if it was it on, just the apple out. pies, not... like a slice of cheddar, totally behind it. Can back yeah, you lawless. It pecan. You can't dress a pecan pie up with a slice. Yeah, with fucking. I do. I, I I get I get the I get the like. What are you a fucking a fucking animal. <laughs> yes, right. you right. are. <laughs> See, now I will, Nick. I, I, I would like to. Wife beater. I would like. <laughs> surefire sign. That guy beats his wife right there. Yeah, he just slapped some Velveeta on that fucking delicious pecan pie. <laughs> Where's my wrench? Uh, no, let me let me uh, challenge you, Nick. If if you have any sriracha handy. Uh, I'm listening. I do, and I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> sriracha pecan pie is what fucking dreams are made of okay i'll uh, just a I'll, little bit of I'll, a little I'll, see a that little makes zhuzh. at least at least some semblance of sense with the kind of spicy sweet deal it throws can... some heat it throws some heat on there and it's very it's a very complimentary now i will take it i'm going to take it one step further and i'll and i'm i understand i'm a glutton okay i i, <laughs> I know this all right, but we're talking about Thanksgiving. Whoa. Yeah, Skype just ate, ate your your mic there for a second. Sorry, you're back. Um, if you were to take uh, if you were to take uh, two pieces of bread, right, like you're making a sandwich, and you make your standard BL, make your yes. standard BLT, mm-hmm. yeah, and then scrape out the filling of. The <laughs> yes. I like where this is going. So it's a, it's, it's. There's no pie crust. It's just the, the innards of the pecan pie with a nice BLT, uh, mayonnaise and sriracha sandwich. I want to tell you something. Uh, it's, it is a way. It is a way. Like, you know how when you go to Epcot, you could either stand in line for Toad's Wild Ride or you could buy that fast track pass that gets you all the way to the front. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. This sandwich is always the, buy the fast track pass. This sandwich is the fast track to the to the cardinal sin of gluttony. <laughs> but my but my God, is it a fucking sandwich, man? It sounds almost erotic. It is. Right to That's the third circle of hell. When I when I made it, no one was watching me make it, and I I was like, you know what? I want a piece of pie, but I don't want two plates. So I'm just gonna put the pie on the sandwich. I, I, no, I, I don't sees know if it. it's just me. I, I hope that on playback, your voice sounds like it's sounding to me, which sounds like you're doing that thing where you talk while you're smacking your hand over your mouth really, really fast. <laughs> like like this? Is, like anybody, this? is anybody else getting that feedback? No, nope. not even a little bit. Okay, well, you're missing out. I made Hey, it kind of sounds like you're talking with your hand beating against your mouth. I don't know if that's a Skype thing or if you're doing that on purpose. <laughs> I made the sandwich and I ate it all by myself in the living room. What a big boy. And, shamefully. And I didn't even, no, I, no, yeah. Yes, shamefully. But I, I ate it and then Natalie was like, so what would you just have? And I was like, I'm not even going to – I'm not. this is the first time I've told anybody about it. <laughs> Honestly, thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing because that sounds I was, tremendous. I was so upset with myself that I just ate – I just took a, I mean, what am I, who am I, a fucking John Belushi? I just took a fucking piece of fucking pecan pie and put it on my sandwich. What the fuck is that? God damn, was it good. Something about the pecan pie, that gelatinous, mm-hmm. sweet glob of, oh, with some salty bacon, little sriracha. Salty crunch? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you. Nice fresh tomato. Uh, enough of my yakking. I got to stop talking or I'm going to have an orgasm right in my sweatpants. Oh, but anyway, uh, to get back to where I think, I think we... <laughs> Where you got off topic at? Uh, I have had. I have had. I have had this pie with and without a slice of Land O'Lakes uh, American cheese. It is one of the only things I have ever eaten in my entire life that is better without the cheese. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yep. She I'm must be a- making it like one of those true scratch deals where it's. Mm-hmm. Crust, homemade crust on the bottom, homemade crust on the top. Sure is. Mm-hmm. Some lattice work and possibly yep. some sort of sugar well, glaze she, deal. She slices the apples so impossibly thin that they have no choice but to turn into that uh, that gelatinous apple mush that's just the right amount of crisp. It's incredible. It's nice. What kind? Of, do you know what kind of apples she goes with? She uses Macintosh. Hmm. Exotic. <laughs> ooh, ooh, kinky. <laughs> so many awful ways to go with that. She uses Macintosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I bet she wears knickers. <laughs> it's racist. I bet her legs go all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. There it is. There it is. So funny. Anybody see shitty movies lately? I saw Justice League. Whoa. That counts. No, that sounds like it counts. Please go on. Uh, quick, concise review. Uh, better than Batman vs Superman. Mm. Easy now. It is. It's better than that. Low I, bar, but I'm in. But I it's <laughs> but it's it's not uh, it's not as bad as the bad reviews are telling you it is. It's okay. not as good as the good reviews are telling you it is. So it's right at fifty percent like or so, or whatever it was like at a uh, Rotten Tomatoes six. Somewhere between yeah, Dawn okay. of Justice and Wonder Woman. Yes, you have like a, you've got Kevin Smith telling you that he watched it and it like made his belly turn knots and he vomited joy and rainbows because it was everything he wanted in a movie. It's That's not that really. good. It's not that good. But then you also have some it, people saying like it's the worst movie I've ever seen. It's not that either. Well, I mean, from the trailers, you kind of think, wow, they they couldn't find any good CGI cyborg shots they wanted to plug in here. I heard that all of the the CGI CGI throughout the entire film is fucking awful. 
including um, but not limited to Henry Cavill's that is so upper lip. Impossible for me to believe. Oh. It, His I, upper I lip. Mean, yeah. Well, he is this. The he was filming another uh, movie Mission at the time. Where he has this six. big. He's got this big womb broom of a mustache. He's got a huge soup saber, and so they just CGI'd it out for this movie. But his upper lip, like where his mustache would be, it's not uh-huh. right in the movie. It's it's like poorly CGI'd out. I didn't know George Lucas was part of the production <laughs> on this. Film. Right. Uh, Steppenwolf, the main bad guy, is some of the worst CGI I've ever seen. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. And How you do you talk... shit the bed with your biggest project? Uh, I don't know. Because it's oh, DC I don't, well, and it's been well, here's, there's, I mean, there's a lot so of, far. There's a lot of shit, too. I mean, you've got um, Zack Snyder leaving the property because of his daughter. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Um, totally understandable. you got Joss Whedon coming in. It'd be like – and here's, here's the other thing that's weird with the movie. Oh, well, on top of all that, you have Warner Brothers mandating it cannot be longer than two hours. Retarded. Means, so they had to make cuts. Um, Aquaman, who was supposed to – he's the next like um, – the, the next DC movie coming out is Aquaman. And they were – the goal with this movie was to set a lot of his origin and backstory up. So they didn't mm. have to spend that time in the Aquaman movie, right? Right. Um, right. All of that was cut. Wow. Because of really? the, these, because the studio said, "Hey, you can't go over two hours." So they cut almost all of Aquaman. He has no development. He is um, almost everything you've seen for Aquaman. You've seen in the trailers. That sounds about right. That um, makes me. But he uh, steals. He, he steals the show. Him and Flash. Have... Ezra Miller's Flash is tremendous. I have no problem is, imagining either of those things. Flash is great, um, and there's a. But, but the problem is, is you've got like um, I'm trying to think of two. Like uh, let's say, if Zack Snyder is oil, Joss Whedon is water. They they mm-hmm. have two different takes on, you know, Joss Whedon's light and funny and and Buffy and and uh, quip. Marvel, mm-hmm. right? And and Zack Snyder is is darker and brooding and three hundred and. Uh, Teenage uh, right and you can definitely see where like oh this bit was all Zack Snyder and oh whoopsie throw in a little Whedon in there um, which kind of takes the characters like it takes like you got you got Batman who and I think we all agree at least this is me when I watched Batman vs. the shining star of Batman v Superman was Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne and Batman I loved it I loved it yeah um, I have zero issue with that he's no longer my favorite. He, he's my favorite Batman. Wow. Something he's about not? this movie. No. Something Ooh. about this movie. There's, wow. there's, there's like the first 15 minutes of the movie is very Batman centric. And it's actually him going to get Arthur Curry to get Jason Momoa's Aquaman. And when he fails at doing that, he's on like the bat plane with Alfred and he uh, shaves. And he's no longer badass Ben Affleck. Bruce Wayne. He's like, he looks like some fat kid. He, I mean, it completely changes him for the worse. And it's like, I couldn't like, oh my God, you're this is awful. And then they they don't make Batman some brooding badass. They make him almost like a weird comic relief. That is, that is very so that. jumbled. It's so weird. It's so disconnected. But it's but as with that being said, it is it's it's better than Batman vs Superman because Aquaman and Flash are awesome. Um, there is a scene where, um, and I, I mean I I actually don't want to spoil it because it's actually a really cool scene in the movie, where it's yeah then don't it's one hundred percent Joss Whedon and it involves the whole team, and it is. It is it is legitimate. It's funny and it's it's actually like um, it's it's a highlight scene of the movie. I mean, mm. there are big highs. I mean, especially the 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 after credit scenes. After credit scenes are great, especially the second one. They're wonderful. Um, it just it failed in so many talk, aspects. Talk to me more about Stinky Steppenwolf. Oh, dude, it's bad. It's bad. It's a uh, he's played by the guy who played Mance Raider mm-hmm. in uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, the Syrian hands, I like him too. Um, you want to talk about 
like uh, how like uh, the big knock on Marvel is they have a villain problem. They're weak villains who are underdeveloped, and you don't buy into them. Right. Um, this is. I thought Hella was a good villain. This dude is fucking weak, man. You don't know why he's there. You don't know. You know that he's some henchman or herald of Darkseid, but it's they they mention Darkseid's name once, and it's it's never mentioned again. Um, he's and his and the CGI dude. The CGI is uh, it's almost Mortal Kombat bad. Man, I'm looking at at, at pictures, and it, it reminds me of Tim Curry in Legend. Close, I'll give you that. It's just it's the fight scenes where it's obviously like that's not Jason Momoa. They CGI Jason Momoa doing that thing to fight Darkseid. You can tell it actually almost makes you step back and say like, "Up, oh, that's CGI." Up, oh, okay, now we're back. There's no. That's it's terrible. It is. It's really bad. It's. It seems like they said, um, "Hey, we need six more months to get this right." And Warner Brothers said, "If we change the release date, then you may as well sink the whole project because the they'll, the the general populace would just say, "Oh, it's in trouble." And we've already had a director change, and we're already coming off of bad vibes with Batman vs Superman, so we can't do that. So just whatever you got is what we'll go with. That's what it seems like. Goodness gracious! Good call. With all that said, it's better than Batman vs Superman because Flash and Aquaman are so good. Um, I they the best thing they could do is scrap any sort of plans for a cyborg standalone. I don't know who would want to see that. Hmm. I certainly don't. Um, it's uh, Superman has a personality, which is cool. Good for him. Whoa, whoa, easy there, spoiler alert, guy. Oh come what? on! Like you I mean, didn't know he was going to be in the movie? Shut up! <laughs> I probably won't see it now anyway. That's an awful Steppenwolf picture you just sent, Joe. That's what I'm saying. That's it looks the like it's that, from like the first Army of Darkness. Movie. That's that's the picture I saw that made me go, "Oh, that reminds me of Legend." Yeah, that's a good call. I'm Crap. opening it now. I wanted yep. it to be good. I really did. I I wanted it to be exciting, but maybe I'm not going to see it now. I uh, <clears throat> Rising Tide, you know. I'll own it. I mean, I own Batman vs Superman. I'll probably buy it. Um, I want it to succeed in the box office. Uh, rumor has it now it's going to lose uh, about a hundred million. They, they're projecting. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeez. I don't know. I don't know what... I don't know I don't know what they should do. I mean, I, I Wonder have... Wonder Woman was such a I, good... Wonder Woman was such a good movie. Such a good flick. Um, Just do more of that. Do that. I would... I think they need to... They need someone else at the helm. It either needs to be fully Joss Whedon... Or they, it, it can't be Zack Snyder anymore. Right. As much as I like, as much as he's my guy, man, I, I like a lot of his stuff. It can't be them anymore. You either need to find too somebody. Dark. It's not that it's too dark. I, just I think don't they think could he, do. I, just, I think they could do great if they found somebody to corner corner the like gritty dark superhero market. The problem is that they like they're trying to do that and juggle in also being Marvel at the same time while trying to build a 12-movie franchise ahead of themselves when they've only had one successful movie. See, what, what I they've don't want to see... They've got no fucking idea what they're doing. The argument I'm having with uh, with some people from the, from the Movie Podcast Network, some of the other hosts, is that like I don't want to see... A f- I don't want to see any more solo movies from them. I, they're, they're to the point... They, they need... Uh, I don't want to see just an Aquaman movie because, like, what are they going to do? Give us an like, origin do... story? Right. Right. I just, I want the next movie. They, there's the, the spoiler scene at the end of this one sets up, it sets up um, Injustice League, which is, or the Legion, it, it's either going to be the Injustice League or, the, or they might do a mix of that and the Legion of Doom. Um, it's setting up a, here's our Justice League. And here's all of their mirrors. Here's all their big bads all together in one. And let's have them fight. They either need to do that, or it also sets up Flashpoint. Either one needs to be. It needs to be ensemble 
pieces from here going forward, or I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. I do not I do not want to watch a cyborg movie. I don't know what you would do with an Aquaman movie that would make me want to see it. Um, Flash, a solo Flash movie is about the only thing I would say I would be excited for because he was that good. He was wow. really good. But, but unless you're, I mean, what are you gonna do? Reverse? Are you gonna give me reverse Flash against Flash? Mm, I've seen that. It's, just, not, it's not. It's on the CW every week. Right. Just, uh, just Flashpoint paradox it and start over. Or a whole That's, movie of Flash versus Gorilla Grodd. I know I'd we watch, were making a whole movie. I'd watch the crap out of that too. I know we were making fun of the fact that. Um, uh, if, if if Disney buys Fox, you could have the whole Deadpool wakes up and it's all a dream deal. Mm-hmm. But you've got Ben Affleck who desperately wants out of the Batman role. He doesn't right. want to be Batman anymore. Right. So so if I was in, if I was head of DC, what I would do is I would the next movie would be Flashpoint Paradox, and I would have Ezra Miller's Flash realize that if he goes back, if he runs fast enough to go back in time he can save his mom. So he does. But that sets up an alternate timeline where the Bruce Wayne, where the Ben Affleck Batman no longer exists. Right. The Batman is Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Thomas Wayne. And mm-hmm. Aquaman and Wonder Woman are leading armies fighting each other, and they control the Earth. And you have Flash as the main character. So it's a stand- It's the, the standalone good thing from the movie that everybody loved is the main character. And you you still have Cyborg, you still have everybody, but Ben Affleck doesn't have to be in the movie. And then, when he sets the timeline back, he doesn't set it all the way back because Batman is no longer, and now it's Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman, which is the other thing they're talking about. It gets Ben Affleck uniquely, in a cool way, out of the fucking movies. It gives us Flashpoint Paradox, and you can start the fuck over because you just reset the timeline because you have a guy who can do that. Right, and, and now that it's and now that it's reset, you just put Whedon at the helm, and just go for it. Yeah, and then go straight into Darkest Night, and go straight into the dark, and then kill everybody, <laughs> and then kill everybody, and just call it an end. Just, just start <laughs> making it your thing. This, this is the thing that now, we do now as DC is we just we, just we build stuff up and we tear it down. I will say that we do have there is a Green Lantern in this movie. Spoiler what? alert. <laughs> All right. It's actually it's just it's a light bulb that's green and it's in the background yeah. as a spoiler. It's just no, an it's, Easter egg. Is it it's, is it one of you're, the you're like... not you're not too far off, Joe, to be completely <laughs> honest. You that's almost kind of awesome. Um All right. It's actually pretty cool. Great the, bait, mate. I'll bite. Yeah. So anyway, I give it like a six and a half, seven, probably. Man, you're generous. Um, it, well, it's not. It's really. It's not. It's not. This I is liked, the movie podcast network where the movie sucked, so we gave it a five. <laughs> I liked. I liked seeing. I, Flash was that. I mean, the Flash is really good. He's really, really good. Um. I I like seeing heroes on the screen. It's just. It's just not a good. It's better than Batman vs Superman, which I fucking hated. And the button scenes are better. They're actually really cool. So I'd probably give it a six and a half. Yeah, I'll trust you. Like, well, there you I'd have it. it. I'd give it like a. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get burned by them again. <laughs> Fool me once. Yeah. The counter. I the saw. I saw one of them. Is I got a. I got a really really, uh, gritty Jones for fucking Frank Castle on Netflix right now. Fuck yeah! I... Let's talk about a great vigilante and superhero <laughs> story. Punisher, phenomenal. <laughs> He I was, haven't watched any of it. He was born uh, to play him. Yep. He was born to be Frank Castle. Yeah. Can I talk oh, about... I, I've seen him enough to know that I like Burnthal in that role. I just haven't watched any of the standalone episodes. You'll dig it. Can I talk oh, about yeah. the only thing that's bothered me so far, and then we can talk about all the good stuff? Yes. The so hipster jokes at the Chuck beginning. Earplugs in. No, it's not. It's not a big spoiler in any way, shape, or form. Just at the beginning, like uh, he's kind of scruffy, and they're like, "Oh, what are you, some kind of hipster?" And it's just it annoys the hell out of me. Because, I love. Like, the, I love that it annoys the fuck out of him. <laughs> I well, but it doesn't. He doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I don't know. He doesn't act like he's annoyed in like a way that's genuine, and that's what bothers me about it. It feels so poorly scripted. 
right there. Everything else about it's great. Like it's actually not a bad joke. It's just that it gets tired fast. Well, it, it, they they pack like four of them like in a row. Right. So, uh, but other than that, I think it's excellent, and I'm like, I love I the mean, build up in those first episodes with those douchebags at his job. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Where, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they couldn't telegraph it more. I mean, I, I I actually it couldn't talking about it couldn't even possibly be a spoiler because. You, if you watch that show and don't think that they're going to get their comeuppance, then you just don't know what the fuck you're watching. Mm-hmm. In which case, oh, I watch it. sit through the rest uh, of the episode. And the, and the uh, honestly, I, I found that the way that, that it all shook out was surprising and wonderful. Yeah, it was really poetically just. <laughs> yeah, I had, no, I had no problem with it. I had absolutely no problem with it. It's, it's good. Uh, it's really good. Um, they they make no they have yet to that I've seen. Uh, they make no allusions to um, the bigger MCU at large. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the Avengers Tower is always in the background or anything nope. like that. So, uh, which is kind of refreshing. I mean, you 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 know that he's part of that world, and they don't just keep throwing it at you like, hey, he's in that world. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, from what I've well, watched so far, cool. it definitely feels more independent than any other show that they've put out so far. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's cool that Rob's in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In my bathrobe and everything. Mm-hmm. You silk bathrobe. <laughs> my silk bathrobe. The other thing that's cool is that you could actually take, like, if you didn't call it the Punisher, let's call it, let's say you called it, like, uh, the Vigilante. And it was just, uh, you could almost convince someone that it's a, just a unique story that Netflix threw together. It's mm-hmm. not, uh, it's just about a guy who, and you could actually watch it. You could go in cold and never seeing uh, Daredevil 2 or anything else and think like, oh, this is just a cool story that Netflix is telling. Mm-hmm. So and what I really, really like good. about it too is uh, um, it's a real good deep dive into PTSD and uh, veterans. Mm-hmm. It is. Which I was is actually talking to Rye about that earlier. Exceedingly necessary, I think, in, in, in right now, the present. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's great, too. Yeah, no, it, it definitely provokes some very interesting thoughts, feelings, and emotions, um, especially involving, you know, people who have served our country and gone overseas and, you know, been put through some very rough situations and come back home. It's It's shell shocking like it's for, for lack of a better term like it's it's having a brother that's gone through a bunch of that stuff now makes it a little bit closer to home for me so it, mm-hmm. really really cool that they they touch on this and it's uh, at the heart of the themes for the show at least up to what i've watched so far yeah yeah i'd recommend it nick i think you'd like it mm-hmm. i'm sure i would i'll put i'll put it on my personal queue <laughs> great for the whole family Kids, everyone. <laughs> he makes he makes uh, Amazon's uh, Harry Bosch look like a silly nanny. That's yeah, he does. Fact. And I don't. And I'm, I don't I'm say more. That I'm more meant. It falls in line behind. Uh, what do I have in there now? Rick and Morty. I have uh, Mind Hunter. Or <laughs> other other stuff that I've been told to watch that I'm. I forget. Sometime. I forget that Mind Hunter is a serious show about serious topics. I hear it and it just my brain goes right to like Mindhorn. Mindhorn <laughs> or like like I could easily picture like uh like somebody who like uh uh Richard Iowade in um, Mindhunter. In Mindhunter. Did you are it's, you it the sounds only like a one for Sutherland movie from like right? 94? I'm are saying. you the only one Joe who actually took the time to watch Mindhorn? Uh probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm Mindhorn. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Uh, that's a good movie. Hey, Rob. Yes. What's geeking your geeky today? Oh, let's see. Uh, so I have been uh, going through. There's this uh, um, game that I've been playing with a bunch of the guys I play D and D with on the weekends, but it's called Alien Swarm. Uh, I probably talked about this forever ago, but they recently dropped this uh, expansion for it called uh, Reactive Drought, and it's uh, you can have twice as many people playing it now. It's uh, free. There's all sorts of new missions. Basically, it's uh, 
you play a group of Marines and it's a top-down shooter and uh, there's just swarms and swarms of these like horrendous looking aliens coming from every direction and you have to survive. And it is like, it gets fucking hard at times. Really, really fun stuff though. Um, so I've been spending a lot of time playing that. So if anybody is on Steam and looking for something free to just download and play around with some people, uh, Alien Swarm is definitely where it's at. Is a top-down shooter what I think it is? It's like Diablo, but a shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So s- staring down from the heavens as that's as the, the what I figured. Yep. Gamers can be pretty uh, straightforward in their terminology. I just wanted to be sure. We try sometimes. Every once in a while, like Querdy. Um, well, no, that, that like the, the the keyboard that yep. is named Lord. after the the five or six letters on the top left hand corner. Yep, that's the one. All right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you? Uh, I will. I would like to comment really quickly and say that uh, I hate the QWERTY keyboard. Okay. So. Just now you you brought it up now. Noted. Go on. It came up and I wanted to note it. Noted. <laughs> uh, I've been I've been geeking on the Punisher this week. I haven't really had any time for anything else. Um, it's so good, and and I just want to reiterate, like I'm saying that. I'm a guy who knows enough about keyboards to know that I hate QWERTY keyboards. And I love the Punisher. Just just in case you were needing... I mean, it's a seamless transition, really. <laughs> well, no, I, I honestly... So, I, I wasn't sure that I was going to like it. Because uh, as much as I liked his role in in Daredevil, and as much as I thought that he nailed it, I uh, I didn't like it as much as other people liked it. So I wasn't looking forward to the series, but uh, the first episode hooked me like uh, uh, one of them big stage hooks that pulls an actor off stage. Ah, well, well said. Yep. Beautifully versed. That's what it, what it hooked me like. So Punisher, real good. Well, I, I like the Motorola Razor, and I, I hate Luke Cage. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like I'm a I'm a pacifist Poindexter type is, is what I'm what I'm getting at. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I was just trying to fit in. Like a, I'm a John Howard Yoder militant pacifist type, and I think it's a great move, great show. So. It's just like you guys are just pulling words and just throwing them together randomly. Sometimes. Like top right. down just against, just shooter, against the wall. John Henry pacifist. That's fucking all <laughs> Greek. Complete Greek. Stanley, a Stanley Howard. Power Wass, Bill Kavanaugh, pacifist type. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting. You guys Fine. have no much. You have no idea how much money I'm getting from people who are just paying me to say things. No idea. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Raga, what are you? What are you geeking on this week? I watched a. Uh, David Letterman is the newest recipient of the uh, Kennedy Center. Mark Twain Humorist Award, hmm, and uh, they have a uh, the the two hour special was on PBS. I've watched it a couple times now. It is um, it is a really cool two hours where um, like eight tenths of everyone on the show are the people that taught me what funny was. Wow, you know what I mean. Um, sure. it's, it's David Letterman. What'd you and... do with eight tenths instead of four fifths? Just bothers uh, me. <laughs> well, because there, I could, I just because I didn't. There was it ten. There was like action. no because, because there was ten people there. Only eight of them there was were the spe- people. That right. There was specifically funnies. ten presenters, and then the other two were Amy Schumer. And... I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other two were just Amy Schumer. There were two right. Amy Schumers just hanging <laughs> out. Right. The the potato that is Amy Schumer, and. And then, Let it Dunham or something. Yeah, and then yeah, whatever that thing is. Um, like penis. So so yeah, there was there was ten people and eight of them were the people that I was talking about. <laughs> um, uh, it's just it's great. It's just great. Um, Steve Martin, Martin Short, um, Norm Macdonald, Norm Macdonald who comes out and he pretends as if it's not like it wasn't an award show where there was like there's two nominees who might win the Mark Twain award it was going <laughs> to David Letterman 
and he he presented it like he was like some sort of Ryan Seacrest, and the people in the crowd, it was up to them to vote, and uh, <laughs> and he said you could either vote for David Letterman, who is one of the funniest men alive, who um, redefined comedy and redefined late night television, or the other nominee, Dikembe Mutombo, <laughs> which was like. Like what? I mean, he was pretty funny in that Geico commercial. <laughs> and so, um, and then Bill Murray, who comes out and he's he's dressed like he's uh, like he's King George the first, and because he's the Less reigning, time. he's the reigning Twain recipient, and he comes out in his flowing garb and and basically tells Dave like you're gonna love it because like all the perks of being a Mark Twain recipient you can. You can walk up and just you can take a lit cigar from anyone and finish it, and they can't say anything. You are granted unfettered access to all riverboats. Um, like it's, it's as though so, that didn't come with the territory of just being national being, treasure, Bill Murray. Right, of just being exactly. Um, but the, then the coolest moment is it's like, and I put it on Facebook. Uh, Paul Schaefer plays piano accompaniment to Eddie Vedder singing a Warren Zevon tune to David Letterman. It's like wow. a confluence of all things that are like, like, uh, wow. And he sang uh, Keep Me In Your Heart For A While, which is the song that Zevon wrote as he was dying to his kids. Um, that's the, And then Zevon, his last appearance on David Letterman, like a couple weeks before he died, he played that song for Dave. Eddie Vedder gets done singing the song and Dave's like, he's a fucking basket of tears. He's a fucking wreck. Like, holy shit. Here I am <laughs> laughing the whole night, then Eddie Vedder just made me fucking cry. So, anyway, that's what I've been watching. It's, I, I think they're replaying it on PVS. If not, you're gonna have to come to my house and I have it recorded and I probably will never delete it. So, Excellent. that's what I've been geeking on. That's badass. Did we Nick, how about you? No, we got Nick left. Sorry. Oh, well, thanks for asking, Joe. And You're thank welcome. you, Ryan, for uh, fucking Forgetting painting that you into a corner there. Yeah. You fucking jacknuts. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, clearly I have nothing that can touch uh, Warren Zevon Letterman tributes. So <laughs> I found our Wii, and, uh, which has been sitting dormant for like three years, and... Uh, um, well, it kept saying it's shadow. Yeah. Well, you know, Groundhog Day. Um, so we have, uh, I reinstituted the we into our life and uh, am um, enjoying the joys of, of Mario Court. I don't know what Mario Court is, but Mario Court. I, I was going to ask, is that, what is that? Is it like. It's, uh, is, it's that like the, a, is that the Mario judge, tennis game? It's, it's like a Nintendo Judge Judy thing, but it's not <laughs> called gotta, it. Do you need four of them to make a Mario Gallon? What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> fuck you? Uh, so yeah, played some cart and um, yeah, the kitty. <laughs> and uh, with the kids, getting the kids into some little Wii sports and and Mario Kart. So family fun. That's all I got this week. Well, that's good. Family fun's good. It's a good yeah. long weekend for some Wii too. Yeah, yeah. It's starting to be cold and shitty, so could have some it's so somewhat here active. Today. That's that's disheartening. That and on that note, uh, hope you had a happy plug, Thanksgiving. We invite you to plug yourself and uh, have a great and safe holiday. Merry tweet us your uh, tweet us Ooh. your meals. Yeah, tweet us right? your meals. At uh, at uh, Geek Tasty hashtag Geek Tasty. Guillermo, put it on the poll. Uh, cheese <laughs> on your pie or not? Oh yeah, I, I'll make a Twitter poll. That just, sounds just, wonderful. Just uh, you know, we want to share. We want to be part of your holiday vicariously. So, eat up, and we'll see you next week. Au revoir. Bye. Nico here. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Chap Snatter, and listen to our twats, especially from Rob Bass, as he will keep you up to date on all the latest and greatest going on with the show. Also, follow us on. YouTube, iTunes, and RedTube to five stars. We love you. Hello, this is Sherlock Holmes. 
if you can't get enough Cartoon Joe, check out him. Check him out on this this freaking show podcast on uh, Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Get on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash geekcastlive for special content, perks, and that warm, fuzzy feeling that you're doing something awesome and helping out our podcast. We wouldn't be anywhere without you guys, and we look forward to bringing you geeky content for a long time to come.